Welcome to the Holistic Narrative Podcast, where we stop the chase of perfection and find peace in our bodies by discussing mindset, wellness, life, and biz. I'm your host, Christine Gonzalez. Let's define our own narratives and reclaim our lives. Hey, hey, this is the first episode of the Holistic Narrative Podcast, something that's been on my heart for a really long time now, and something I'm so excited to share with all of you talking about my journey and interviewing the people who inspire me. I can't wait to see what discussions we start to have and how it can affect us all in claiming our own personal holistic narrative. I want to talk about what brought me to creating this podcast in the first place and ultimately what I aspire we will all be able to do with our lives. Surfing across the Alex Anani website, I had promised to myself that I was not going to purchase another bangle until my eyes came across this one. Healing takes love. Wow. It hit like a ton of bricks. It's description even more so. It takes courage to give yourself the time and space you need to heal. And even more courage to find the self-love you need to accept the love and support of those around you. I was in the midst of a personal development journey that seemingly had one onion layer after another. And in the culmination of all the healing, I realized what I needed more in my life was self-love. No project, goal, diet, workout program, or negative self-talk was going to allow me to find the happiness that I was looking to discover. No external circumstance was going to help me find what I was truly desiring and live my true identity. And all the dreams I had been longing to complete were not going to magically come on the opposite side of being a certain size or accomplishing a certain goal. That was just a toxic narrative I had told myself for so many years, conditioned by society, bullying, comments loved ones had made in regards to themselves. All of it had to come from within me, with a love no one else could provide me, or create joy within myself. When you come to the realization such as that, you then have to begin peeling back the layers of what causes me to have these emotions? Where can I start pulling back and finding out the true why? Thankfully, I had already been in therapy for almost a year for what began for my weather phobia and anxiety, but I had done some of the work to recognize the true root of emotions. And I had to realize that my perpetual chronic dieting was playing a major role, along with my unresolved emotions with my younger self. This is mostly where I sought my chase of perfection, feeling comfortable and confident in other areas of my life. My relationship with food was a delicate balance, one that I'm sure more of us, if we self-reflect, would have felt at some point or another. It comes from that chase of losing weight, of being a specific size, of fitting a mold, not worrying about how it is actually affecting your mental health or even the physical consequences of chronic dieting. The recognition of my eating being disordered made me realize I needed to take a step back and work through the habits and behaviors to find normalcy with food. Nothing is bad. Nothing is good. It's food. Food doesn't have a moral compass. I no longer wanted it to be a thing. It's a biological need. I'll crave pizza. I'll also crave salad. And that's okay. I still have baselines that I try to reach daily for basic nutritional needs, but it's nothing where I used to be, where I was trying to see what was the lowest daily calorie amount that was okay for my body. Hint, it was not okay. And my physical health now revolves around me incorporating joyful movement that works for me. As I mentioned earlier, if you are on any sort of personal development journey, it's hard not to end up starting to pull back the layers of your own personal onion and end up with a component of mindset and or mindfulness. It may just be a small part at the beginning, just focusing on one area you consider a problem, and then one day you realize you're putting those teachings to other parts of your life. 
It is what calms me down when I'm having a bad day or a bout of anxiety or just a disagreement with someone that I care about. Centering yourself, developing a growth mindset, and realizing how you can use it to your advantage is strong. Knowing that these abilities can be developed is powerful. And on my journey specifically, it was centered around remaining calm through the storm, like the literal storm outside. Then it became centered on resolving issues from my past and meditations of letting go of the past. Then it trickled into my chronic dieting and being mindful while I ate. Are you sensing a pattern here? My focus became living in the present moment and what it could do for me. These mindful practices allow you to discover, connect, process, reflect, and express a full range of emotions. It allowed me to be more positive in situations I usually interpreted with hate goggles and live in the moment and give myself more grace. Knowing that I can't change the past, but I can accomplish anything I want in the future brings a sense of peace. And what do you think of when you think of self-care? I knew for myself it was a mix of spa treatments, bubble bath, and face masks. And sure, it has had plenty to do with that, but at the same time, it is only scratching the surface. It was not until I started incorporating the holistic narrative continuum that I could feel the shift in my life take place. So we will dig deep into the continuum. Practical self-care, joyful movement, emotional health, cultivating relationships, mental stimulation, practicing spirituality, intentional environment, and what may cause you to need one over the other. I learned the hard way I could not pull all the levers down at the same time, but rather focus on some aspects and let the other levers move as well. And you may be tired of hearing this, but self-care is never selfish. And with this, the holistic narrative was born as a place for women to have community where they can stop the chase of perfection and find peace in their bodies by defining their own narrative and reclaiming their life. As a place where women can find the tools and resources to create their own intentions and habits without getting caught up in the mixed messages society provides. As a place and reminder that self-love and mindfulness should be part of your daily lives where you know you can pursue anything you put your mind to, whether it's in life or business, and to finally be able to tune out the things and triggers that do not serve you. And I know this will not look the same for everyone, and that's the beauty of it. We get to define what life looks like for us. Along with all the smaller components of wellness, business, family, finances, and the list goes on and on. But all of us can be certain of one thing. We can make sure we are showing up everywhere else in our lives with joy in our hearts. So let's lean into our worth, focus on mindset, wellness, and intention so we can all live unapologetically. And that's it. I hope there's a takeaway for you. And I wanted to thank you for listening to this first episode. I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. If you want to be notified of future episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow along online at holisticnarrative.com.